Welcome back to the Pace and Power Hour. You're witnessing black excellence, stiff chocolate, three black kinks. Your name, my name is Taddy Mizambi, and I'm joined by the blackest of them all, <laughs> Abraham Aluri. Yo, this, yeah. Number one, I'm not even that black. Obviously, nothing wrong with me. Dark skin, I'm a dark skin guy, ladies. Hit me up. I'm a dark-skinned king, but I'm not even that black. Let's just relax. Nah, guys. Abe. Someone said you look like under the bed. Yes. Okay. See. You see. You Abe. See? Abe. Someone said you look like you have no bright ideas. <laughs> what is it? Abe. I remember I handshook your shadow first. This guy. <laughs> I've not met this boy ever in my life. See how this guy's capping. I've never met this guy in person. But yeah, it's Abe Malurin. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be joined by these two lovely gentlemen. Yeah, let's get ready. Amen. It's Esther the you here. You already know who it is. Young King, Young Papi. You know what it is. And yeah. He's still trying to save his hairline with this do-rag. Oh my days. <laughs> do you know what it is? Like, like the ladies love the do-rag. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, do they yeah, love their yeah, hairline yeah. though? Do they Fam, love the hairline? waves are back. Yeah. I was bald for a month, but the waves Yo, are but back. That was crazy. <laughs> Yo, but this. Fam, that, can we not, can we not, can we not speak? <laughs> oh my no, days, oh my nah, days, nah, I nah, just nah, deep that, I just, no, I just deep that, I just, we're not doing this, no, 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 that's <laughs> not, you can't, you can't, if that gets bleeped, if that gets bleeped, I'm, I'm punching you up, bro, leave that, leave that in, yeah, yeah, leave yeah, that yeah, in, we can't do nah, we got that. to end the right people, bro, <laughs> nah, nah, but don't you see, I, I want to say the happy birthday to that special somebody, you know, I just, I see you your birthday recently, so you know, happy birthday from everybody in the Pace of Power Hour, Yuka. Yuka's still too busy for you because we're recording. That's oh, it. Yeah. Taddy, 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 taddy. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Anyways, I'd just like to say congratulations. Holy good associate. You got that. Actually, you know what? Yeah, Mourinho, I'm sorry. I rated you so highly as a manager. But it only took us three years to sign a centre back, and we only went inside the six centre back in Rafael Varane. Okay. Congrats. Thirty-four million, you man. Thirty-four million. Nah. Only well, you man are out here sign. You man are out here signing Ben White for fifty mil. The transfer market is in the mud. Wait, wait, wait. Let me explain something to you, right? Ben Ben White is like he's a god. You feel me, bro? He's like just he's insane. He's like prime. He's prime Maldini, prime Nesta mixed into one, bro. Bro, this guy Ben White isn't everything. even surviving a recoupling. Never mind Champions League. <laughs> Champions looks, League qualification. He looks like a Love Island contestant. No, he, do you know what this is? Me. I saw a tweet like a couple of years ago and said Arsenal are not a football club. They're a, they're like a team. Full of pretty boys, like like that's when we had like Giroud, Ramsey, all these like hot boys. Bellerin was back in his prime without the ponytail. I was like, this no, guy's actually be- spitting facts. Bellerin's still like a good looking boy. He's got some like, you know what I'm saying? Like in his own weird vegan way. Still got, still got some looks about him. Jack is a good looking boy, even though he's trash. You know, good looking geezers, <laughs> yeah. For yeah, sure, we- for sure, for sure. At least we know you man might make it through Casa Amor, you know. <laughs> cheers, cheers. This guy's got jokes, yeah? Okay. Nah, nah, you man, yeah? I'm telling you, if you didn't see that Casa Amor episode on Friday, you missed out. I don't watch Love Island, am I? Nah, nah, nah. Bro, you're not built different for not watching I'm, it. I'm <laughs> you know, different, you know what I'm saying? Bro, your Twitter time, bro, the Twitter timeline all makes sense when you see girls tweeting, men are trash. 
people people I agree. cussing out snow bunnies. Like it's oh, crazy. Yo. Oh. Oh, oh my yo. god. I I agree with that sentiment though. I've got majority male friends and you, you included and you're both trash people. I know you both personally. You're both horrible human beings. I'm not gonna cap to you. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're so. trash. No, you're trash. Yeah, because you aired this podcast to get. Wait, oh, bro, I've leaked that. I've leaked that. I've leaked that, bro. We don't. No, that. This is crazy. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. That's bad. That's an actual bad. Stop. Oh my god. You're tired. <laughs> what are you on, bro? What? Sky bro, this episode's gonna this be like different. you know when you get those Dev Jam raw. <laughs> like we we'll release oh this when we start a Patreon, a Patreon. We we'll release this uncut episode. Oh my days! Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, we need to speak about people. We need uh, that yeah, yeah, VAR yeah, substitution, like, please. Yeah. A- anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah, this is actually. Bro, I can't believe you actually said that. Jesus Christ, you're so not- Nah, this boy's- Taddy, you're built different, you're built different, congratulations. Yeah, bro, no one's safe on this party. Uka, oh. you're not safe either. Taddy, you're not safe. It. Yeah, I'm not safe, come for me, bro, I'm ready. Oh my god. Do it, yeah, I'm You know what, yeah, I'm I have shocked. a complaint. I have a complaint to make before we even move oh, onto happening? the football. What's happening? Abe, you're still passing the ball side to side. You're not <laughs> oh even beating your man with the pass. Wait, listen. Can I even explain something? Actually, recently, I've actually like improved my abilities on a pro club level. Not going to cap to you. Like, I've improved. You feel me? So, don't worry. We're getting Div 1 soon. Obviously, Tad, you have to plug in your uh, Twitch or something. Watch the yes, boys, Fraud Gang FC. We're gonna get Dave one soon, but I'm gonna say stuff. And I'm proud of Taddy. Taddy's conversion rate yesterday was a madness. This boy was hitting everything, bro. So I'm proud of you, Taddy. You've improved your overall game, bro. Bro, I'm sick. I told you I was sick of the game. Yeah, and uh, Uka, Uka, Uka stays where you Okay, you just keep. Okay, you you keep doing what you're doing, bro. Nah. You keep turning let me, up. Let me we just say you. something. Let me say. <laughs> I I stopped playing pro clubs for three days, and I saw we're in Div Six. I played one. I played two days in a row, and where we now Div Two. Thank you. Wait, That's all I wait, need to say. But did the, did the Loopy's little brother also play? No. So, what did he not? Nah. No. Nah, nah. me yeah, Nemi, if you're listening, you're the goat. We okay. rate you more than we rate a Luby. We what? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, bleep that, bleep that, bleep that. Keep that in. Keep that in. Keep that in. Amen. Do it this year. Do it this year. That's crazy, bro. Let's move on, boys. Let's move on. Anyways, this episode, we're talking about transfers. Our favourite transfers from this summer. So yes, I'd like sir. you guys to state your case about why your transfer is important and why. Tell us about him. You know, don't tell it. Don't tell us anything boring that we we know already. Tell us why you think he's the man. Who's gonna go first? Um, I can hit it off. Yeah, 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 let's go. Okay, so as we know, if you say any, just say it. But if you say anything wild, you're finished. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> well, there's something wild about this player, but we'll we'll get into oh, it later. Oh, here we go. <laughs> we'll oh, get okay. Into- oh wait, stop, stop. <laughs> this whole episode out let's not go there let's not go there nah 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 nah, nah. okay so my player is William Saliba yes sir Come is on. this guy not alone yes yeah. well it's a transfer but it's alone but you know what it is I just wanted to do him so everyone can shut up and listen to me but yeah as we know this guy's born in 2001 he's my age 20 well I'm about to be 20 he's 20 already and yeah he's doing up things 
in League One while I'm sitting at home recording this podcast. So there's levels to this game. Yeah, but your life. <laughs> Bro, billions still come, I'm telling you. Hey, amen, amen, amen. Amen. <clears throat> but uh this guy Saliba was a young prodigy from young, like when he was at Saint Etienne. Um, he was doing up things and even at the age of six this guy was getting coached by Kylian Mbappe's father and that's crazy because look at Kylian Mbappe now so obviously Saliba must have had technical abilities now what I'm here what I'm currently hearing is Kylian Mbappe's dad wasted his time no, 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 because Saliba's still out here. Because this guy can't even get a game for Arsenal. He's still out he here. That, that. He's 20 years old. He's still out here. He's still out here. I'm going to explain to you why he's still out here. So, yeah, he was seen as a young prodigy and played a couple games for St. Etienne. And then Arsenal snapped him up for £27 million, which was a stupid amount of money for a player who was not, like, proven, proven yet. He was still young. He was 19, I think, when we picked him up. And, no, he was 18 when we picked him up. And, yeah, upon joining Arsenal... He immediately went back on loan to St Etienne for his first season. And that came as a shock to a lot of Arsenal fans because a lot of us were like, oh my God, we're going to play Saliba and we're going to play David Luiz. And then yeah, the next season, people were like, we're going to play Saliba, yeah, we're going to yeah. play Gabriel, left foot, right foot. And everyone was getting gassed. But no, Arteta said, Rob Holding, Callum Chambers, you're my guys. Yes. You are my guys. And this is why Mikel Arteta... Just I don't even. Well, that's an episode for another day. That's an episode really for another is. day. <laughs> so yeah, we, he went back on loan to Saint Etienne. He actually had a good time there. He helped them reach the French Cup final, which they played against PSG. And unfortunately, due to coronavirus, his loan actually ended before the final, so he couldn't even play in the final. And yeah, they ended up losing to PSG in the final. But uh, at least he helped them reach reach it. You know what I mean? So he was obviously yeah. doing something good, and. Yeah, so he had to go back to England even before the final, and then he just trained by himself, exiled from the squad. And I don't know why, like, obviously coronavirus, like, pandemic, like, uh, you can't have to isolate and shit, but, like, at least involve this guy in the team. And then the next season, 2020-2021, which was last season, uh, Saliba did not play a game. He wasn't included in the Europa League squad, and it kind of seemed like he was getting the Guendouzi treatment, he was just getting exiled, like Arteta didn't want him. And then in January, he went on loan to Nice. And this is where he really flourished. Like, this guy was winning everything in the air. He's getting interceptions. And I even have a couple of stats from his uh, time at Nice. And yeah, his recovery pace is mad. He was completing 0.8 tackles a game. And I know that doesn't seem a lot, but like it just tells you that he, he reads the game well because he has 1.3 interceptions before that anyways. So he's a good reader of the game. He snuffs out danger from early and he's an aerial beast, like I said. And uh, he's a good long passer. He makes uh, about five, completes five long passes a game with a 91.3% accuracy. So he can actually play the ball up from the back, which is kind of weird because that's what Arteta wants in a centre back. Yeah. Saliba has everything Arteta wants in a centre back, yeah, but he just insane. doesn't want to play him. Which is very weird. It's, it's, but it's, yeah. it's, it's actually insane. Yeah, you're completely correct. So like Arteta was to play out from the back. Saliba's incredibly composed with the ball at his feet. And he's a very good passer. I don't understand why he would just take a chance with him, even in preseason. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but yeah. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, just feel free I do think, I, I do think Saliba's kind of getting treated like Phil Jones. Even, like the way Phil Jones <laughs> hasn't played a single game. <laughs> Like, he's on Man United's books, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, does, like yeah. he's just not playing the game. Like, the next the next thing we'll hear about Phil Jones is that Varane took his shirt number. Yeah, probably, yeah. 
And that's funny because Ben White, that's actually funny you say that because Ben White has just taken Saliba's number four, which just proves that he had no respect for this guy. Yeah, I think Saliba's Saliba's like, you know when your shirt number has been taken, like, it's kind of GG's. Yeah, like, even the same thing happened, I think Ibrahimovic took Martial's shirt when Mourinho was there. And yeah, Mourinho just didn't like Martial at all, did he? So... Yo, uh, Uka, I've got a question for you. I know you're just getting into it, but uh, seeing as Arsloff, like just pretty much replaced William Saliba with Ben White, who do you think has the higher potential future-wise? Just uh, um, I mean, I haven't watched the full 90 of Saliba, but watching the highlights, like this guy's different. Like I see why Arsenal fans want him to play, but watching Ben White, I'm more impressed with Ben White, I would say. I don't know whether it's because he's done it in the Premier League and Saliba hasn't, but just the quality and the... I think Ben White is more composed than Saliba, but Saliba's obviously airily a lot better than Ben White, which is what you need as a centre-back, obviously. But um, I think uh, I think it's... Because Saliba's younger, I think he might have the higher ceiling, but I don't know whether that's because I like saucy French dons instead of... Hard, whoa, hard whoa, English, whoa, whoa, hard whoa, whoa. English. Fast forward. Fast forward. Whoa. No, no, no. I think, I think, if Saliba does get a chance, I think he will prove that he will not one of the best centre backs in the world, but it'll be a very solid option, and he'll definitely be in contention at least with the France with the French squad soon enough like maybe give it five six years and he should at least be in contention I know France are stacked with a lot of centre-backs but I think that Saliba can climb his way up like even in his first month at Nice he was nominated for uh Nice's yeah he no, he won Nice's player of the month yeah which is which is crazy and like that just tells you that this guy has potential you know what I mean and he was even uh involved in the in the selection of nominees for team of the season and yeah. league on despite only playing half, half a season yeah. a season which just shows that it's crazy but the future for Saliba now is that he's going on loan well he's gone on loan to Marseille this season and I think that's a good career move for him because mm-hmm. Arteta obviously doesn't rate him and he needs to get game time somewhere else and if you look at Nice uh, not Nice if you look at Marseille last season they finished fifth so that's at least Europa League football for mm-hmm. Saliba as well. Something that he didn't get to experience at Arsenal because Arteta exiled him from the Europa League squad. And yeah, so a lot as long as he gets a good run of games, as long as he starts um, a lot, I think he'll be very good. And even Marseille finished fifth last season. The season before, they finished second. So their squad is quite good. But like, we'll just have to hope and see what he does. But the Marseille are good at bringing up young players. They brought up like Frank Ribéry, Florian Tovan, Ben Arfa, uh, Lamina, all these guys, even Benjamin Mendy. Like they're good at bringing up young players, and I have uh, no doubt that Saliba will be the next one up, in my opinion. Oh, he's do, do my thing about Saliba. When Arsenal first got him, everybody was like he's an intelligent centre back, and you can really see that you know when you watch him play. Like he has a lot of intelligence. Like I remember, I think it was when he got loaned out to say Etienne. The first time his first loan spell, like mm-hmm. I think he was one of the old, he was the top five centre backs for like not committing any fouls, like yeah, uh, just in Europe. I was like, for somebody at that age to like not be making mistakes like that, that just proves that the ceiling's just it's it's far up there, just far up in the yeah. sky. Yeah, he's just like he's a really good um, player, and as an Arsenal fan, it really upsets me because the way he's looking, like it looks like Arsenal's going to sell him afterwards. That you know he may not come back to the club. Hopefully he absolutely kills it in Marseille and Arteta's forced to take him back. Hopefully Arteta gets sacked and he's forced <laughs> to take him back. 
But yeah, I have high hopes for um, William Saliba and hopefully he just performs well, wherever he is. Uh, yeah. Before we move on, I was just going to say it'll be interesting to see him and Guendouzi play because they're the two yeah. that I, like, I've wanted to watch Arsenal. I know a lot of people yeah. hate Guendouzi, and, but this guy, like, what, what I've seen him? from him under Unai Emery, I was just like, this guy is literally our best midfielder. And Arteta's just let him go. A lot of yeah, people on Twitter I see, there's like, oh, you only rate Guendouzi because he has long, beautiful hair. What? Or he's Louise's twin. Or like, oh, I'm like, nah, <laughs> this guy actually, like, he's not like an amazing Gerard type midfielder, but he just does everything like so neat and tidy. Pa- and he passion. shows the passion. Passion, that's what he shows the passion. Heart and desire. But sometimes I think his passion eats him alive. And yeah, he, 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 he does get uh, overwhelmed. Yeah, a he, lot. Uh, he, Somebody went and said something that's quite interesting. Like, when Dozy operates well in chaos, it's kind of hard for him to play in the system. And you do see that with Gwendozi. Like, when it's that quite chaotic... Yeah, when it's quite chaotic, Gwendozi's at his best. This guy started stepping on uh, Neil Mopai's feet, started choking him out. I was like, yes, that's my yes. guy. Show the passion. Bro, when he, when he rugby tackled uh, Zaha... Zaha, I'm, oh my God. No, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was class. That was class. Yeah. That was class. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was passion. That was my piece Pure on passion. William Saliba. Hopefully he uh, does well at Nice. Um, at Marseille Jesus yeah. Christ uh, I can go next Tad if you want yeah. so the player I want to talk about is somebody who I've been raving about for a very long time and that is my boy Pat Sindaka I like if you don't know who Pat Sindaka is no cap you've been living under a rock you've been sleeping you sleeping living whatever and what makes Pat Sindaka so incredible is Haaland this is where I look at it when Haaland left Salzburg to Borussia Dortmund, he scored so many goals, you'd think they'd be lacking. But not even. Pasadaka's goal-to-game ratio at Salzburg trumps Haaland's. Mm, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it trumps, ha- trumps Haaland, which is insane. Which is, I didn't understand why more people weren't talking about him. So let me just quickly delve into Pasadaka's past. So, Daka comes from Zambia, from very humble beginnings. He grew up in, like, proper poverty. Like, you, you know what I'm talking... You guys, you know what I'm talking about. Like, proper poverty. This is like... North, Northfield-type poverty, man. Exactly. Northfield. He's from the trenches, just like <laughs> me. You feel me? He's from the trenches. Yeah. But uh, Patrick Daka, um, when he was first discovered, he was discovered in a Zambian football program um, done by Airtel. Um, if you don't... You know, like, Airtel, the uh, mobile network company like, yeah, in, Af- yeah, yeah. in Africa. Yeah. So, they have this um, Rising Star program where they go around parts of Africa... And they set up the program and they just scout the best talents. And uh, out of like a hundred players, Daka was found. And uh, the person who the person who found or scouted him, this is what this is his quotes. I immediately noticed that he was a special player. Patsy was speedy, powerful, good in the air, and could shoot with both feet. Even though his right foot was clearly stronger, he could shoot with his left very well. And he uh, shoot his left very well. And that's just the makings of a good striker. You know, fast, quick, and can finish with any limb of any limb available. So yeah, that's when he was discovered. And after that, in 2015, he was called up to Zambia's under-17 squad uh, to try and qualify, uh, to try and qualify for Afcon's under-17s. And he managed to help them qualify, and he scored five goals in four matches. So he was the main reason why they qualified for the Afcon's that year. And they they uh, had it qualified for the last six years. But the minute Daka stepped on the pitch, what happened? Boom. Five goals in four matches. After the tournament, um, the country's most successful club, Power Dynamo, went and signed him. He was only 16 years old. Uh, went and signed him and he was the um, starting striker. 
He won several trophies for uh, Power Dynamo, and that's when um, RB Salzburg took uh, took notice of him. Now, this is just a slight uh, not U-turn, like pivot. If RB Salzburg are looking at a player, other clubs need to st- other clubs need to start oh, yeah, 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 yeah. investigating why because. Or just the Red Bull group in general, their track records of signings have been amazing. And Patsy Daka is just it's just the latest of amazing signings. So they, so after he finished playing with Power Dynamo, um so last season, last season Salzburg last season season no, I think it was twenty nineteen, Salzburg went and signed him. And obviously, you know, because it's just come from Zambia, they weren't sure how good he was, so they played for the he played for the second tier team. So in the tier below, mm-hmm. um, the one that Salzburg played in. And immediately he just flourished. It, it uh, like um, the second team coach just said he's too good for us. He needs to play first team. So boom, Jesse, uh, boom. So obviously Marco Rose, who is the uh, who does he who does he manage now? Is it RB? Um, RB Leipzig. He's RB Leipzig a manager. Had the same had the same things to say about him. Fast, powerful, quick. And the one compliment that I liked a lot was that he's so willing to learn he's adaptable and that's usually the best that's usually the best strikers the strikers who want to learn how to operate the best in this system mm-hmm. and that's what um, all that's what all these managers saying he's just willing to learn he's got a good mentality so obviously marco rose left to go manage rb leipzig and jesse march came in and jesse march likes to play a 4-2-2-2 system i'm not sure if I had a picture, I could describe it to you, but it's uh, four. Like a four-four-two, uh, but it, yeah, yeah, it's a four-four-two, yeah. but um, the wide players can cut inside a lot more. Yeah, I think. yeah, and what and um, but just like these new, just like these new modern managers, he doesn't focus. Uh, he doesn't focus so much on formations. So when they're in possession, they played that, and then when they're out of possession, they switched a four-three-one-two, which uh, which works well. And in that formation, Daka's main role is to press. So they want to win the ball high up the field, and Daka's so energetic. He's so quick, he's so smart that he's able to get interceptions or he's able to get tackles and then just, you know, obviously break on the counter, yeah, just, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, break on the counter and, and get goals. And, you know, it's worked because the boys scored um, tw- um 27 goals in 28 games. That's a crazy ratio, you that know? So, uh, uh, cra- that's a crazy ratio. So, yeah, he's just, uh, he's just an incredible player. And I think he has a bunch of great assets when it comes to his striking abilities. I could talk. I could talk about them. Um, so his reaction speed is incredible. Like he's so quick. If you miss, if you miss time a touch, if you miss play a pass, he's, he's on got you. it. He's on. He's it. on. He's, pal- he's pouncing. And, can, and if you watch him play, you can see it. He's always looking for flat foot defenders. The the minute he sees you, it's over. It's GGS. And 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 what's worse, if he's thrown goal, the goalkeeper might as well just pick the ball out of the net before he even kicks it. <laughs> it's just it's just going in. He's he is clinical. He mm-hmm. is so clinical. I saw. Him, and, sorry to interrupt. Like yeah. I was watching the highlights of the Leicester Leicester's preseason game the other yeah. day, and he scored a goal. And the commentator after said that he scored like, uh, was it sixty goals? It was like sixty or fifty goals in yeah, the last two seasons. And I was yeah, fifty-four like, wow. goals in eighty-two games. Yeah, yeah. That, I yeah. was like, nah. I was like, nah. Yeah. This guy. We, no, it doesn't matter what league you're in. If you're scoring that regularly, yeah, that's what I'm saying, you're boy. Be a star. That's all I'm gonna uh, say. Yes, yeah, sir. That's what I'm saying about my boy Daka. Yeah, the boy's crazy. But I know in the pace of power hour, we like to value our stats because you know we're all we and Uka are kind of football daily fanboys you know we value we value stats but what i'm going to say is i think the most important aspect of an athlete is the mentality 
do you want it more than this person? All the greats have it. Kobe, LeBron, Ronaldo, all these men have this Mamba mentality. And so does Daka. There's like quotes of um, his coaches saying when he was little, like when they used when he used to lose games, he used to spend the whole night crying. His mum used to have to like, and his mum, family members just have to console him. I remember, I remember they went. I I don't remember, but a coach said he remembered in the Power Dynamo uh, preseason they went to America and it was like a little like preseason cup final and they lost on penalties and the boy cried the whole night. He he cried the whole night. That's how much it meant to him and you can see it when he presses. He's not pressing you the way Lacazette's pressing you, you know, just, <laughs> just casually. No, bro, bro, he, bro, bro, he's pressing you like he's Sergio Ramos or he's Pepe, bro. He's pressing you like his life depends on it. He wants that tackle, and you could just see, you could just see it in him. And do it this year. It's also a testament, bro. These uh, these African Donnies, they made that out the mud. So you know they want they want they it want more to, than. Yeah. They want it more than saying South other American people. South American, shit, yeah. exactly. Like they, you know, they want it. So that's why I seen him, and the sky's the limit with him. And I went and wrote this little thing before I uh, let Taddy get to his thing. Yeah, I would. I literally said this. If I'm honest, I personally believe that Daka could have done better than Leicester, and that's not that's not a discredit to Leicester, right? I think Leicester is a very good club, and I think they're going to push for top four a hundred percent this season, right? What I mean is. If if Borussia Dortmund were able to say we're going to take Haaland and Haaland's going to become this, right? People need to look at what Haaland's become and just apply the same logic to Daka. Like Daka's yeah. going to be a star. Like I know Barcelona went and got the pie, but like for for nineteen million for nineteen million, you could, you could have looked at Daka. You know, there's clubs who need strikers like that, and it works it works well. Leicester have been looking for a striker since 2016. Obviously, I know Jimmy Vardy has been clinical like throughout the past few seasons, but he's aging. He's an aging striker. He mm-hmm. can't just be taking Red Bulls at uh, Red Bulls like you know just like <laughs> Red Bulls to, and Skittles before every yeah, match. <laughs> yeah, he can't just be doing that. It's like trying to score off every game, and obviously Kelechi in the outshot. He's a very good player, but he's inconsistent. I think he's more I, of an attacking midfielder now. It, see, see? So it, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. So, like, at at this time, I think passing Daka for 19.8 million is. I'm gonna say this right now. It's gonna be the signing of the summer. I know I was like, oh yeah, Varane, Varane, Varane. No, passing Daka is 22. This boy is clinical. He makes chances for himself. He's a poacher. He's a he's a he, he play. Oh, I. I'm stuttering. I can't even describe how good a player he is. And the nah. most painful thing was, at one point in time, Arsenal were linked with him. Oh and look God. what's happened. Look what's happened. Oh, my days. I yeah. can't be bothered with could have signed the FC. That's, 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 that's our club. Could have signed the FC. But yeah, uh, nah, Leicester, one thing, incredible um, job. Yeah? I think what you said about Daka, like, I haven't really watched him play. I've obviously seen like goal compilations of that. But what do you say about his pressing? That's exactly what Jamie Vardy brings yeah. to Leicester. And I just think, from what you said, it might be a like-for-like replacement. Obviously, it, really it won't is, be this yeah. season. I think Vardy will still start this season. 100%. 100 JV, whatever they call it. JV9 or whatever they call him. Obviously, Vardy's <laughs> going to start this season, keep progress until he burns out. And I think when he burns out, Dakar's just going to emulate. Because what, oh. like, what you said about flat-footed defenders and Jamie is the exact yep, same thing. Yep, exact he same just thing. preys on you. He hunts you. He hunts you down, and he just murders in front bro, of you. Bro, do, do it is yeah. 
I was watching some highlights yesterday night, right? And you know, you know how you know Jimmy Vardy wears the gl- wears the gloves, yeah. Yeah. I just I just saw Daka. I saw this boy running at a defender. I was like, yo, this is just Jimmy Vardy right here, bro. <laughs> I was just I was I, I was scared for the defender as well. And bro, uh. like he's so intelligent. Like any loose ball, like a de- like a loose ball is such a chance for him. Anywhere, yeah, yeah. yeah, anywhere that final third, a loose ball's a chance for him. It's just crazy. He's just like. Like his intelligence is it's just it's so high. And bro, he's I'm I'm stuttering, but he's just that good. He really is just that good. Just one watch thing, just watch highlights. One last yeah. thing before I move on. Do you think um do you think his technical standard is up for the Premier League? Because a, a lot of people in the Premier League they're fast. Look at Dan James, look at the likes mm-hmm. of Alex Oxley Chamberlain, they're fast, but their technical ability isn't up to the standards where they can start week in, week out. Do you think he has the ability with the ball at his feet to play in yeah, the Premier okay. League to start. So that's like that's actually one of the main things that impressed me, right? Sometimes this guy will be like so sometimes like defenders will manage to push him out onto the wing and he does have options. But he's smart and he's smart enough to understand when a defender's about to make a mistake, when he's about to slip up and then pounce. He mm. has he has that in, he has that intelligence. The way he plays requires that intelligence. He's not just like he's not just somebody who can like take the ball and drive it into the final third. He's a very good poacher. Like you like you don't know, like so left foot, right foot, devastating. It's mm-hmm. literally it just applies to Daka. He scores a lot of headed goals as well. He's just a very clinical player. And I think certain players like like Van, I always use this example. Like Van Dijk, yeah. When Van Dijk was playing for his club in the Netherlands, when he played for Celtic, when he played for Southampton, when he went to Liverpool, yeah, he was just able to step up with ease. And I think it's going to be the same thing with Patrick Daka. He's just yeah. going to be able to step up with ease. And also, just before, uh, quickly, RB, um, RB Salzburg and Leicester, they're both like very smart clubs. The way they do the transfer business, because there's another striker for. Uh, for uh, RB Salzburg, uh, RB Salzburg, Koita, the boy got um, 17 goals in 18 games. So Daka's gone, but they've got another one at the yeah. door. They found another one at the door. And also Leicester, they, Leicester, they managed to send Daka and, and Bubakari Samare without without losing any marquee signings. So that shows intent. They want to push for this top four position. They've got Brendan Rodgers. They've got some good strikers. Hopefully Harvey Barnes is back. Tielemans, Ndidi, Madison, they've got these full backs and Casper That Schmeichel's midfield a... is mad. Yes, Sumare, Ndidi, Madison, or they could even switch it up. Tielemans, Ndidi, Madison. Like, Madison, I'm telling you, and they have also a marquee signing. Brendan Rodgers wants to push for that top four place, bro. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, but that's be Daka. Keep your eyes, people, keep your eyes out for him. He's going to go crazy. Ah, crazy, yeah. All right, guys, we're going to have to talk about the elephant in the room. Actually, he's not even an elephant. He's kind of a mouse in the room in this transfer window. It has to be Rafael Varane. Okay. Okay. The hype for Jadon Sancho was real. It was so real that you would have thought we were bringing back Ronaldo the way we (laughs) Hype for Sancho. Two whole years it took us to convince this dog to sign. And then as soon as we got the deal done, there was talks that Varane was having contract issues earlier in the year. United go in, they say, come play at Old Trafford. The number four is on Phil Jones' back. Take it from him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he said, say less. I'm on my way. Varane has played 
<clears throat> so many games from Real Madrid. 360 to be precise. He's won the Copa del Rey, three La Ligas, four Champions League. Serial winner. World Cup. Let's, 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 clap, let's clap for Verran. Let's clap yeah. for Verran. But the reason I want you to be gassed for Rafael Varane this season is Varane is not Sergio Ramos. He's not the one that's going to be diving into tackles. He's not going to be the one getting red cards. He, does, he barely even gets yellow cards at that. Only 27 in his career. Bro, this guy is composed. He's one of those defenders who knows how to be in the right place at the right time. He's not having to make the last ditch tackles. He knows the game. He's come a long way, bro. From when he first scored, he he made his baptism of fire in an El Clasico, bro. Yeah, yeah. He cleared they threw the, the chance. Defense. Yeah, they threw it, bro. 19 years old, bro. He scores a header. And then he scores a header again to take Madrid into the final against, against uh, Barcelona. He's two El Clasicos in a row this guy scored. Obviously, he's not known for his goal scoring. But how can you think, how can someone at the age of, in 10 years win 18 medals and not be talked about in the conversation as one of the best centre-backs in the world? To his, yeah. Do you know who, so KT kind of has that, you know, he won the got 13 there. <laughs> I'm this joking, relax, relax, relax. But let's let's like let's be real. So now we've now got we've got we've got Lindelof, yeah. Let's Lindelof, you're a good centre half. At, like when you played for Sweden at the Euros, bro, I, I rated you so highly. Your passing out the back is phenomenal. However, you're beaten in the air quite a lot. And it's not not nothing your fault, it's just the league, bro. You're getting disrespected. Now I think when you put Varane next to Maguire. You've got aerial presence. And even if they try and run through you, Varane's got the pace to cover back. Mm-hmm. Which also allows United mm-hmm. to press for higher up the pitch. Which also means there's no need for McFred because you're not having you're not afraid of the counter. Luke Shaw played through the Euros with broken ribs. He's coming back strong. Wan Basaka beat him on a one on one. If you beat one on beating on a one on one. Varane's going to be there to sweep up. United are going to look frightened, I think. Yeah, I'm scared of the defensive line. Wait, so tardy, the reason uh, Eric Bailly, yeah, was arguably one of our best defenders, but he's made of glass. Varane's no longer made of glass. He suffered his injury period. He's now getting to that point where centre-halves are now getting with how football's changed. They get better with age. This true. could be perfect for him. This could be perfect for him. This is where he's got... He might not come in and come in to be the man, but he's coming in to help us win things. Well, Taddy, I've got a question for you. So are you are you now saying on the pace and power hour, are you telling us that you believe my United is going to win the league? Is that what you're saying, Taddy? <laughs> if I'm hearing what I'm hearing where we might get one more one more signing, maybe two, and a Paul Pogba contract extension. I'm announcing 21 and 22. <laughs> oh, they say this every year. 21 is coming. No, no. No, I'm saying, I'm saying 21 and 22, or we do something bad like win the Champions League. Jeez. Okay, like, we're we clipping do, like, that. If we, if we don't win the league, we'll do something mad like we'll win like a double 
over with the Champions League somehow. Hey, yo, Taddy, that's getting clipped up and posted Marshall, on Instagram Marshall, when you get knocked out in the round of 16. Marshall, top goal scorer in the Champions right. League. That's not clip that. Second. Clip that right now. Rashford clip that right third. now. That is insane. Greenwood fifth. <laughs> I know he's Ronaldo tro- sixth. Do you say Taddy's low key trolling, but in his head he actually <laughs> believes this. He actually believes this. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Like honestly, yeah. Like Varane, bro. We've rated. I've rated this guy for time. Just look at this, bro. He knows he's not this. Um, this, he's even said it himself. He knows he's not this defender where you're gonna look and expect him to break someone's legs. Listen to that. Mm. Listen to this, bro. Twenty-seven yellow card and one red. Ramos' career total is two hundred twenty-six and twenty-six. Oh my God, now nah, Ramos. He needs. He actually needs arrested for the no, crimes and that that's he's done com- on football. That that shows composure at the back if you deep it. That yeah. shows so much composure. He's not think, like obviously, like he trusts in his abilities. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think like it's the cat and dog analogy. Like a lot yeah. of centre back parents, they're like one rushes out and the other stays back to yeah. sleep. Look at Colo Toure, so Campbell, even Vidic, yeah. Ferdinand, and then it's the exact same with Ramos and Varane. You always yeah. need someone who's gonna be aggressive and try win the ball early. And if you mess up. You've got the composed guy at the back to sweep up for even uh, Liverpool. You see Joe Gomez steps out so many times, gets spun. Who's there? Virgil van Dijk, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be the exact same thing at Man United. I think maybe uh, Maguire, because he's the slower one, might come out, press early. He's the bigger guy yeah, as well. And, and Maguire's try win the got ball. the ball. Pa- he's got the ball. He's good passing the ball. Exactly. And Varane's exactly good it. at passing the ball out because obviously he's, he's coming from Spain, so he's going to have the confidence to play yeah, the ball at the back. Uh, uh, Tadi, I've got a question for you. Uh, uh, Real Fred, uh, I'm not sure. Real Fred in the interview went said that he doesn't believe that Varane is going to hit the ground running, but he believes he's going to be a key uh, key component to mind that he's challenging for the league properly next season. But he said this. He said that he might not be used to the tempo of football in the Premier League. It might just take him by surprise. He also says they play the ball on the ground much more in La Liga, which is true. Yeah. And uh, I was actually going to say something about this. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, saw uh, yeah. the World Cup. France got exposed against Switzerland with balls in the air. Oh, Euros, yeah. Euros, Pempe Euros. And Euros, sorry, yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah. They, they, got, they were getting exposed because Pempe and Varane were somehow getting split. However, we are forgetting that Harry Maguire plays for Man United too. This, like, this guy will get his head. Like, obviously, Varane's <laughs> going to need to learn to get learn to get his head on the ball quickly. But you need to deep. He's got Harry Maguire who's not afraid to, to come and head the ball. Okay, I, th- yeah. I do think it's going to be difficult. I can't. Ex- I I'm generally not. I'm going to say that I think Eric Bailly or Lindelof will probably make their way back, especially after the Olympics that uh, Eric Bailly's had. He's played played well at the Olympics and like in all the warm ups. So I think mm-hmm. Eric Bailly will probably come back. I think it will be Maguire Bailly, yeah. And then I wouldn't be surprised. Let's see if. I would probably say then in the cups, I wouldn't be surprised if we were to see Harry Maguire get rested more and Eric Bailly steps in to play alongside Varane. I think you meant uh, Maguire, Varane, and then Eric Bailly comes in. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. one, two, three. That's that's my centre half centre half structure this year. If Eric Bailly's fit, it's one, two, three. One no thing, disrespect to Lindelof, though. Yeah, yeah, no disrespect to Lindelof. I mean. 
Actually, full disrespect to Lindelof. You made Gerard Moreno look good in the Europa League final. Full disrespect to you. Full disrespect. Now, but now, you one know what annoys thing... me, yeah? This guy can pick a pass from nowhere and then he just can't header a ball. <laughs> now, I was going to say, one thing about the signing is that you got it done so fast. Like, yeah. so fast. And it was Varane... quiet as well. There was yeah. no noise. And that's what I kind of like from... From Varane's camp, they've not made a noise like making this thing like he supported United as a kid. Yeah. They've just come out and they've just said he's interested in playing in England. There's many clubs involved, but interested, but he's only interested in United. That was like um, when um, the whole Alex Ferguson thing, I forgot whose assistant coach was, but how they used to try and make sure their transfers went as smoothly as possible. Like, literally, nobody would yeah. hear until the day of the uh, transfer. Yeah. Well, Monto was back in charge as well, so I think okay. that is quite quite good as well for United, especially because you can tell, like, how can United like really be interested in bringing a CDM and we're talking so after we've signed Varane? And we're saying, once we've got so we might get Kieran Trippier off them as well. Like, this is a this is the ruthlessness we've not this had is in all time. Do it, is it? That is this is intent insane. to win. That's, that is How can insane. you go out and say, we want, we, they're still saying they want Pogba to sign. And they still want to sign so do it, is it? It's actually interesting that you say that uh, you might get Saul and Kieran Trippier. Because that actually says that, uh, just a quick uh, caveat, uh, that actually says that, like, uh, Atletico Madrid's finances are also in the mud. That whole the whole of La Liga is just in the mud at the mm-hmm. moment when it comes to financial yeah, situations. In the mud when Messi retires, bro. Yeah, really yeah. are. Yeah. Actually, the fact that Varane went for thirty five mil that's 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 nah, pretty modest right there. Yeah, one year on his contract, regardless, it's Rafael Varane. You should, Varane, yeah. You, Especially you should at least be after you just lost Ramos. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They have no yeah. centre backs. Real Madrid are actually going to be screwed. If Alaba or Militao gets injured, who's the who's the it's Nacho, Nacho Fernandez? Fernandez? That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's you guys have to deep the fact that at the start when this first all came out, Real Madrid wanted sixty mil. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. We we got him for thirty four, and I think if it goes to add-ons, it's still a max of thirty eight. Yeah, thirty-eight. Yeah, that's a that's a W. You know, yeah, let's clap for my United. Even if I, he I, I don't like, I don't like that. that. Even if he swaps, we still sign Varane for under forty mil. I don't do it, yeah. I hate I hate my United, but that is that's W. That's W transfer moves right there, boy. That's W transfer moves right there. I'm like Arsenal spending fifty mil on Ben White. Imagine, oh god. Nah, it's crazy. I but have yeah, no I, I have no words. I literally think he's gonna I hit think, the ground running. I I don't know if he'll hit the ground running yet. Yeah, this is the why. It could be important. But, I'm telling you, United win something this year. It's not yeah, going to be Europa that. League. I can oh, see that. Oh, 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 actually, yeah, okay, yeah. You guess in Champions I'm, League. Okay, yeah. I, bro, I, if it's Champions League, that would be crazy, yeah. That's like too far. That's the dream. Like, Even if it's see, an FA Cup, Ole deserves a trophy. I'm not going to lie. He's been too good. I hate, I hate that however, sentence. I really hate but, that yeah, sentence. But however, yeah, if Ole flops, it's time to go. Hey yo, I'm clipping nah, that's this. Cap. Nah, that's cap, I'm that's cl- <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. He's actually building yeah, something, nah. and nah, I'm excited nah. to see. I'm nah, excited to see how Man United do. He needs to win so that we can then strengthen again. Because let's remember, Haaland is available next summer. Martial, you've got one season left. If Cavani outscores you again, it's time to go. Oh my god, what was that Man United uh, in, in Marshall's contract clause? If he was the Ballon d'Or. Ballon d'or. To... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 what was the clause? If he wins the Ballon d'Or next season when we win the Champions League, you heard it here. 
This is like this is like Chelsea fans saying Jorginho deserves it. Miracles happen. Miracles happen, my guy. We'll see. Nah, man. This guy's this guy's good enough, bro. We've got to two Europa League finals, like recent recent years. We've got to semis like the season before it last. Like, bro, he's building something, and we're good at knockouts. There's no denying we're good at knockouts. All we need to do is make sure we don't bottle the group stage. Because I think now, looking at the, that team on paper, we can go anywhere. We can go anywhere and beat a team. Yeah, I'm I not don't think lie. your starting eleven is yeah, as good yeah. as it's been since Alex. And Ferguson. I don't think you could say that about very many Man United teams, where you genuinely believe that that the starting eleven and now even the bench has match winners on it. I don't That's... care what you say. Yeah, Dan, like Dan James. Yeah, you're not a like Dan James. You're not a starter for United. However, if you're brought in in the Champions League to get us a goal, he's getting us a goal. Okay, just nah, I think so. Just sheer disruption, bro. You tell me seventy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. You know, if you send, it's like it's like it's like sending it's like sending a cat into a, into a room full of dogs. Like you, he's just gonna cause chaos. You know what I mean? Like he's just gonna run. Yeah, yeah shoot. And just yeah. gonna keep running. You know what I mean? Exactly, and now like you know, Rashford's out. It's time for it's time for Dan James to step up. He needs to show why he was brought to the club this season. He's got till October to show why he was brought to the club. Greenwood, it's your time to step up too, bro. Show that you want that number nine when you're old enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was also going to talk about one thing. Uh, on Talk Sport, uh, what's it? Charlie Austin, QPR striker, went and said something about Adam Bissaka. And before we finish this podcast, I found this quite hilarious, right? He went and said that Man United won't be able to win the league because of their right back. And I thought to myself, like, who, who, is, he, who is he talking about? Because <laughs> I hope he's not talking about probably the best defensive fullback in the world. Like, you know, like... Yeah, like, generally, not even on a... Not even it's on not like even a, a bad shout. It's not even, bro. It's prob. I genuinely it's probably. Don't. I believe it. It's I, probably I believe true. it. I do not. I do not see many people beating him on a one-on-one. Yeah, I think there's probably two people in the world that could chop him up, but they're That's also the goats. No. What do you mean? That's no, it. I've seen That's Neymar. It. Neymar twisted him up when. Neymar. Yeah, Neymar twisted him up, but you forget that Neymar also got pocketed. Yeah, in the bro, first leg, bro, Neymar got bro, pocketed. I don't know the cap yet. Second that game, leg, and that game. And guys, bro, the when first I, when game. I watched that, let's God. remember the first game. A man who had not played football in eighteen months pocketed pocketed Mbappe and Neymar too. That, and oh yeah, Axel. Axel, yeah, Axel. If you're listening, go on loan this season. Earn that he, game time. I swear he's been on loan like like the majority of his like adult life, bro. I swear nah, he's been on loan the majority of his adult nah, life, bro. bro. I'm telling you, bro. The way that I saw this guy play for nah, I rate him. I rate him. He I is ra- so I good. Him. He is so good. He just needs time. He like but, not even time. He just needs to play games and show Shulshire. Yeah, I deserve to play in the cups because I think he right now. Yeah, there will be a there will be a point where. He's he's ready, bro. Because if you deep it, Maguire's old, like in terms of football, like older. So is Varane older. You can't tell me then we're now going to let go of him at what's at twenty three. Nah, you to guys then sign someone in two three years. Nah, you guys probably... sco- you guys are going to sign Ezri Conte. I can see it happening. I can see you guys are signing yeah. Ezri Conte when he's like um, twenty six or something. Axel Twanzebe, he's uh, another Tyler Blackett in my books. 
Oh my! Oh, that's nah, nah. I, I don't believe I'm joking, that. I'm joking. Nah, I'm joking. Nah, nah, he's a good player. I like. Nah, nah. But Varane, like, he's only twenty-eight. Can we just deep it? Like, he. This is a footballer's prime. I mean, I sent a centre back's prime. You say? Nah, yeah. even as a even as a striker, as a winger, I think twenty-eight is your best year. Okay. I've, I've looked that's the pin. That's that's you at the pinnacle. You have enough experience, and your legs aren't gone. In my opinion, that's what I would say. You're not, you're not Jamie Redknapp. Yeah, cool. Oh my god. Well, that guy's got no likes. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but I'm saying next season, yeah. Like honestly, I think United will probably go from oh, what could have been to genuinely, yeah, these guys are serious, and we're also going to be serious without buying a second eleven. Okay. Well, Taddy, fair enough. Uh, I've got to ask you guys a question before we round up. So let's all try and vote. Who do we, who do you think has had the best? Who's made the best transfer this uh, season? It's a Saliba to Marseille, Daka to Leicester, Varane to Man United. What are you saying? Varane to United. Uka? I have to agree, Varane to United. You can't argue this. Wait, it's 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 free it's free votes for Varane to United, bro. Incredible signing. It's incredible million. business, I can't What worry. a player. I'm very jealous. Yes, like, Tad, yes, you want to sir. round this up? Alright, guys. Thanks for listening to Pace and Power. I've been here with Abe. It's your boy. And I've been here with S to the U. Pop, pop, pop. Wow. The season's coming. It's peace and power season. Good night. <laughs> Good night. See you, man, later. See you See later. You.